Welcome to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with author and wealth manager Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now, here's your host, Chris Herline. I want to welcome everybody to today's show. Uh, this is Wealth Radio. I am Chris Herline. Live with you today. Hard to believe we've been on KLBJ for decade now, and uh, excited to be back in studio live addressing your questions today in this 11 a.m. hour. You can join me now at 512-836-0590, 512-836-0590, whether it's Social Security, 401ks, Roth IRAs, taxes, estate, and more. Let's get into your questions, your concerns today. Obviously, I've got several things that I want to update our Wealth Radio listeners, on those of you that are pre-retired, already retired, uh, maybe you're 10 to 15 years out from retirement, there has been some incredible changes in the investing and the tax landscape in just the last 60 days with the passage of the SECURE Act 2.0. And i got to make sure that uh, you're up to date on many of these things. If you're still in the game working, saving for your future retirement, uh, some, some wonderful legislation has passed that's really up in the ante on the investing and, and savings game. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that today. I want to give you a case study as well as we're seeing more and more families retiring early, not just because they want to, but literally seven out of 10 people today are retiring unexpectedly. A lot of it has to do with maybe having to take care of an elderly parent. You know, that's a, that could be a full-time job. It really can. Maybe it has to do with um, you know, the change in the, the employment landscape, um, we're seeing more people that are coming out of the pandemic going, you know what, I don't think I want to work at this capacity anymore. My employer doesn't want to let me work mobile as more and more employers are requiring people come back. Could be your health, could be the health of a spouse, just changing your perspective on time and the grind that you may be in. And so with all that said, this changing trend of people retiring earlier, there's also a changing trend, and that has to deal with your Social Security claiming strategy. When you're going to take these dollars that you've been pouring into the government's bank for years, and now it's time to get it back out. You know, conventional wisdom says wait as long as possible. Ah, that may be true. That's true for a lot of Americans. But believe it or not, the trend that we see in our office every day with my team of advisors and successful investors, retirees just like you, is that those that have done the good job of saving, have put in the work, have amassed wealth, more and more are discovering that they may need to take it early. Not necessarily because they need it today, but because they're actually going to net a lot more over their retirement. I'll explain how that's working today. And we, if we have time, I wanted to... Um, also get into some questions that I've been feeling recently around the changes in the Roth IRA landscape. Um, there's been a lot of chatter over the last 24 months around how they may eliminate certain Roth options, maybe because of your income, um, you know, a number of things. But I think more and more, more and more signs today show that Congress is not interested 
and getting rid of Roth IRAs and the Roth option. In fact, I think they're getting more and more comfortable with it, which is great news for those of you that are exploring the Roth game, maybe already in the Roth game, and I want to give you some surety there today. So we've got a lot to cover, but as always, your questions drive this agenda. Call me. I am live in studio today, 512-836-0590, 512-836-0590. Look forward to do, uh, discussing with you one-on-one there. So let's go ahead and get in to the top things that you really need to know around the Secure Act 2.0. And when I, when I say that, I mean, there, it's, it's hard to think that most of you out there um, have been able to keep up in the last 60 days with more than 100 changes that the Secure Act 2.0 made in retirement and investment savings. Now, this just passed, end of last year, December. So this is still really new, and a lot of people are waking up to the opportunity. Now, we're not going to have time, obviously, to cover 100 different changes, but I want to at least address some of the top 10 or 12 that are really going to be making an impact in people's savings and investment plan. I think the biggest one, that, well, let's put it this way, probably the one that we're most excited about at Reef Financial. When we're doing advanced planning with families like you, one of the biggest pains, one of the biggest thorns in your side in retirement is often very overlooked. It happens when you turn a particular age and the government says you've got to take required minimum distributions. So back in 2019, when the Secure Act 1.0 passed, that was great because from the standpoint of RMDs, it took the required distribution age. You that maybe had to take it at 70 and a half, they pushed it out to 72. That was a, a huge change that we hadn't seen in a long time. Well, now with the passage of Secure Act 2.0, um, we're seeing this RMD age pushed out dramatically further. So for those of you that are born after 1960 or later, your new RMD age is going to be 75. For those of you born 1951 to 1959, your RMD age is going to be 73. Now, why is this important? You may be listening to this going, I'm five, six, seven years away. Why do I care about this? Because here's the thing. When you turn that age and you have money and IRAs and 401ks, you're no longer in control of when you have to take that money. The government's going to begin forcing you to take a certain amount out every single year and that amount generally will go up. A lot of that can dictate on your withdrawal schedule and you know the rate of return it's working for you at. But all this to say, this is buying you more time to reposition assets, if it makes sense, in Roth IRAs. It may change your withdrawal strategy on your IRA or 401k. It's certainly creating a lot of work in our offices around our current clients Roth conversion plans, because by allowing more time to do conversions pre your RMD age, in many cases, that may mean we're going to stretch out your conversion, which could mean smaller conversions each year, which means smaller checks to the government year over year. We like that, right? So all this to say, with the RMD age being pushed out now to 73 and to 75, for those of you all after 1960 or or later, born 1960 or later. This is, this is big news. And it should be something you're discussing 
with your financial planner. If you don't have a financial planner, you need to be discussing this with a planner that's looking at not just what your rates of return are today, what you did last year, or what you may do this year. No, no, no. It's composing a plan today to keep your wealth via taxes for the long term. And one of the greatest ways to get control of your taxes in retirement is to drain or convert or rearrange pre-tax dollars. The RMD can be one of the biggest surprises, not only because you got to take money out, not only because it all counts as income, but it can trigger a number of different things. Higher tax brackets, which means more tax on your social security or maybe a pension or an annuity. Um, higher Medicare premiums. I mean, we've talked about this stuff for years, but the idea that they've now pushed it out to 73, this is great, great news for those of you pre and post retirees. Chris Herline in studio live today. Join me with your questions, 512-836-0590. 512-836-0590, whether it's social security, you wanna get into your investment planning, taxes, estate, and more. Look forward to discussing that with you today. Also, if you are just waking up today to the new Secure Act provisions, you know, like I said, I'm not gonna have time to cover all these today, but I've got a brand new report just drafted in February on the 10 things you must know about the Secure Act 2.0. It's at no cost for all of our Wealth Radio listeners. Here's how you get your hands on it. You're gonna email me right now, chris at wealthradio.com. That's chris, C-H-R-I-S, at wealthradio.com. My team's gonna get this brand new report right out to your inbox. It's a great value, the 10 things to know about the Secure Act 2.0 so that you can stay in the know as with all of our Wealth Radio listeners. So one of the other things that has really stood out to us outside of the RMD landscape is that you're actually gonna be able to begin putting more money in your retirement accounts. That's right, for many years, Many of these limits have been relatively the same. You know, they, they increase a little bit year over year, at least within the 401ks. You know, we're gonna tell you today about an increase in the IRA limit. That's the account you put money in outside your employer's 401k. The biggest increase in contribution limits in 16 years. So as you know, we like you to save until it hurts and save a little bit more. And the Secure Act 2.0 is allowing you and so many investors out there to begin doing that. But it's not just gonna happen automatically. You need to know when it goes into effect, you need to know how much you can, then you can go to your HR, you can go to your custodian, jump online, whatever it is, and start making some adjustments in your savings plan, whether it's with your employer or outside. So we've got a lot to cover today. I am live in studio, you can join me, 512-836-0590. Chris Herline, I'll be right back with you. You're listening to Chris Herline with Reap Financial. If you're retired or retiring soon, you can now work personally with Chris and his team of fiduciary advisors. Call 512-249-7300 to request a no-commitment tax and retirement analysis. Or you can email chris at wealthradio.com.
like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show. Go to WealthRadio.com and subscribe to have it delivered right to your inbox. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with Chris Herline. All right, back with you today. We are coming back. It's 11.19 a.m., and I am live in studio with you. You can join me now with all your retirement investment questions, 512-836-0590. Looking forward to speaking to many of you. And you can text as well, 512-836-0590. We'll give you those uh, text questions. I also like to remind people, before I get back in here, you can go to wealthradio.com at any time. You can listen to past week's shows and submit your questions in real time there as well by clicking the microphone button right on the wealthradio.com tab. So lots covered today. Let's get back into it. Just before the break, I was talking about the top things you need to know, folks, about Secure Act 2.0. Just let you guys know that the RMD age has been pushed out quite a bit. It's a big move. A lot of new planning opportunities are coming with that. But when we get into some of the other things, you know, one of the, the reasons that self-employed individuals they, they can generally put more in retirement accounts is because they have access to accounts that many of you that have W-2 paychecks don't have. Those of you that have W-2, you're probably putting monies in IRAs, 401ks, brokerage accounts, those type of things. But for you business owners out there, if you've got 1099 income, even if you, let me, be, let me even be clear about this. If you have W-2 income, and we see this a lot with a lot of our um, pre-retirees that may be slowing down or transitioning out of a, a longer career, maybe they're going to do consulting, right? Maybe they're going to do some coaching. Maybe they're going to start a side business. Whatever that is, if you're going to have self-employment income, 1099 income, it's going to open, really, it's going to park the clouds on what you can do and how you can save. And there's been a couple accounts out there for you that have self-employed income, and they've been called simple IRAs and SEP IRAs, um, simples and SEP IRAs. Um, they allow you to put quite a bit of money in them, uh, a, a simple today. You can put up to, to $66,000 in this thing in a given year. Now, obviously, there's certain income requirements and some certain parameters that you'd want to discuss with an advisor on, but that's a lot more than, you know, twenty five, thirty thousand that you can put in a 401k, right? Well, the reason I'm excited about this change, this is effective here in 2023. If you've considered doing a SEP IRA, or maybe you already have one, simple IRA, maybe you already have one, you now can put money in a Roth SEP or a Roth simple IRA. Now, bear in mind, no longer when you make a contribution to the Roth SEP will you get a tax deduction, but the money that goes in will forever grow tax-free. It will never be subject to required minimum distributions. It goes tax-free to your heirs. So if you've already been saving money in a SEP or a simple, understand now here in 2023, the Roth SEP and simple are now available and you may want to start balancing out your pre-tax and no-tax money in your savings plan. So keep that in mind here in 2023. You know, I talked about RMDs a little bit before, um, you know, before the, the break and you know, I, I just I think it's worth mentioning this. RMDs are that that thing you got to take when you turn that magic age of 72, 73, or potentially what'll be 75. And here's the thing: if you miss your RMD, if you underestimate and distribute 
how much you take or were supposed to take, you get hit with the steepest penalty in the IRS code for years. That penalty, get this, it's been 50%, right? So if you had a $30,000 RMD and you missed it, you'd have to pay a $15,000 penalty plus the taxes that come along with all of it, okay? So the good news is, for those of you that are approaching that age or already are there, they've reduced that penalty now here in 2023 down to 25%. And they also state that if you were to rectify that, make the adjustment prior to a new tax cycle, prior to the IRS assessing a tax or sending you a letter that you underestimated, in my opinion, probably about a tax cycle, um, that penalty can be even reduced down to 10% if corrected in a timely manner. So again, we, we don't want you ever, uh, you know, seeing penalties on your, your RMDs, but if, if you've missed one in the past, you, you know it burns and they've reduced it now, but we want to encourage you to stay on top of it. I mean, we, we administer all of the RMDs, tens of millions of dollars of RMDs for our clients every single year. So they're not having to worry about it. But I will tell you, it's one thing you, you do want to stay on top of, particularly if you have multiple 401ks, multiple pre-tax accounts between you and your spouse. It, it, you know, the administration can add up. 512-836-0590. I am live in studio today, 1124 AM. You can join me with all your retirement and investment questions. Talking today about the Secure Act 2.0 and the top things you must know. Now, we've talked today so far about everything going into effect in 2023. Now, here's what they're doing. They're laddering out these new provisions. So now we're going to move on to 2024. Come next year, there's a lot of things going into effect, but I want to touch on the top ones. Okay? Your IRAs for the last 16 years have been limited to how much you can put in them. If you're under 50, it's six grand. If you're over 50, you do a catch-up contribution, you do a thousand more, that's seven grand a year. That contribution limit has not changed in 16 years. Good news is, effective in 2024, it's gonna change. It's gonna go up. And you'll be able to put, effective 2024, $1,200 more into your IRA if you're over 50. So it'll be 7,200. And then it'll go up each year as it's now linked to inflation. So that's good news for those of you that are trying to up the ante, up your savings plan, particularly in your 50s. Maybe you're in your higher earning years, you're empty nesting, kids are off the payroll, you're able to save more. Let's make sure that we're maximizing the savings in these. So that's the first one that goes into effect here in 24. Also, up until this, uh, well, even here in 2023, 20, up until next year, if you've had Roth 401ks, many of you do, and you're over 72 or your RMD age, you were forced to take required minimum distributions, even though it was a Roth 401k. Effective 2024, no longer will you have to do that. You'll no longer have to take RMDs on your Roth accounts. And I want to be clear for our listeners, you may be scratching your head. If it's a Roth IRA, they're never subject, but in years past, even here in 23, a Roth 401k is still subject to an RMD. Effective next year, no longer will be. So that's good news from a control standpoint. Now here's a big one that's gonna affect a lot of you listening right now that are still working. If you are maxing out your 401ks at work, let's say you're in your 50s um, and you're making 
over 145,000. I want to be clear, this is effective next year. If you're making over $145,000 next year, no longer will you be able to put your catch-up contribution amount into the 401k. Well, Chris, where's it going to go? More and more employers are offering a Roth 401k. So if you're making over 145,000, your catch-up contribution will have to go to the Roth portion of your 401k. Now, what does this mean for you? Well, first it means that you're not gonna get a tax deduction on the catch-up contribution portion, okay? But don't let that stop you from maxing it out because most of you listening right now, the smallest amount of money you have is in Roth accounts. How, how, do, how do I know that? Because we see hundreds of portfolios every year and our brain, our mechanics were wired. Our, our financial religion is to get tax deductions now. So you've been saving in a way that gives you tax deductions every year. This new change I'm encouraged about because it's actually going to likely inadvertently force people, if you will, to put money into the Roth portion of their 401k, which again, forever grows tax-free, no RMDs, goes tax-free to your heirs. This is a big change. You're gonna need to go in and you're gonna need to monitor this. You're gonna need to make adjustments with your custodian or HR if you're making over that 145,000. But if you're already maxing out, God forbid, don't let that keep you from maxing out the Roth portion as well. You'll, like me th you'll, you'll likely thank me later as you start building that never-taxed portion of your portfolio. Another really interesting thing right in the lines of this is that for years, if you've been working for an employer that gives you a catch-up contribution, you cannot put, or I'm sorry, the, the employer cannot put, I should say, the employer match in the Roth portion of your 401k. They haven't been able to do that. It's kind of a bummer particularly for those of you that get a big match. Well, effective 2024, under Secure Act 2.0, your employer will now be able to put the catch-up portion in your Roth. It's not going to happen by accident. You'll need to go in and elect this. But again, both of these provisions I just shared with you are ways to further maximize your no-tax, never-tax bucket of your portfolio. Stay on top of this. Here's a great way to do it before we go to break. I've got a brand new report just written here in February for all of our Wealth Radio listeners at no cost, it's the 10 things to know about the Secure Act 2.0. Here's what you're gonna do. Email me right now, chris at wealthradio.com. That's chris at wealthradio.com. My team will have it right on its way to your inbox. And again, it's at no cost. And we're gonna cover it at minimum, the top things that you must know. And this isn't just for those you've already retired. In fact, in my opinion, folks, the Secure Act 2.0 is benefiting pre-retirees just as much, if not more, than those of you that are already retired. So if you're in your 50s, walking into your 60s, even early 60s, you need to stay on top of this because there's some additional things I'm going to cover when we come back that are going to apply to those of you that are actually between the age of 60 and 63. You don't want to miss it. We've got a lot to cover. And then I'm also going to get into some case studies around more and more families that we consult with are actually needing to take Social Security early, not because they need it, but because they're actually going to get more out of the system by doing so. 
little against the grain, right? Most of everything you read out there says, wait, wait, wait. But again, a lot has changed in the social security landscape. And this decision could mean tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars more in your bank. You can't miss it. Keep it right here. I'm Chris Herline. This is Wealth Radio. I'll be right back with you. You're listening to Chris Herline with Reap Financial. If you're retired or retiring soon, you can now work personally with Chris and his team of fiduciary advisors. Call 512-249-7300 to request a no-commitment tax and retirement analysis. Or you can email chris at wealthradio.com. local and independent this is wealthradio.com with chris herline join the conversation call or text now at 512-836-0590 now back to chris chris herline back with you here 11 34 a.m on this saturday this is wealth radio thanks for making me part of your weekend We cover everything from taxes, estate, investments, and a lot more here on Wealth Radio. Today, if you're just tuning in, we've been uh, talking about the top things you need to know about the Secure Act 2.0. It's really changed the game for pre- and post-retirees, savers, and investors out there. Some great things, i got to be honest. In, in, In all the years that we've been here on KLBJ, really the last decade, um, I've never seen legislation that is this favorable for the savings and retirement landscape. So a lot of things that I've covered on this program through the years have been almost more of a warning. Hey, understand that this is past, or hey, social security claiming strategies are, you know, they're expiring in in the next six months, 12 months. You know, make sure you get on this stuff. There's been so many changes over the last decade as we've spoke with you guys. You've joined us over the years, but I'm telling you right now, Secure Act 2.0, there's some phenomenal things in this. Now, one of the things that a lot of clients ask us, my team of fiduciary advisors here at Reap Financial, is do I need long-term care insurance? Um, LTC, home health care, nursing home care, in-home care, whatever you you need to call it. Long-term care insurance is one of those things that is a total use it or lose it. Um, You know, you've been paying on it 10, 15, 20 years, you pass peacefully in your sleep, uh, it's gone. Um, there more and more people are looking at hybrid type of life insurance policies that can allow you to get the death benefit if you go peacefully or you, you, you can access the death benefit in many cases uh, while you're alive to pay for it. But, but here's the thing. The question is, how are you going to pay for it? What dollars are you using to pay for it? Under Secure Act 2.0, effective 2026, so I want to be clear, this isn't happening this year or next, effective 2026, you will be able to use your IRA dollars to pay for your long-term care premiums. Now, the sweet spot in getting long-term care, over the years, we've seen people getting it around, you know, maybe their mid-50s. Generally, in years past, you know, if you get it sooner, actuarily, you, you may be paying less at least initially, because you're going to be paying into the policy a lot longer than somebody in their 70s, 80s, of course. But under the SECURE Act 2.0, they're now stating that you can use your IRA funds to pay for these premiums up to $2,500 per year per person. 
Now, the average policy we see out there is generally about 2,500 to 3,500 a year per person. So this is a very generous amount that the IRS is gonna allow you to use out of your IRA. Now, there's a number of reasons I like this. If it was 2026 today, I would probably tell a lot of you to look at using your IRA dollars first. The first reason is this, you never paid tax when you put that money in the IRA. Okay, so it went in, you got a tax deduction. Under today's law, you cannot touch money in your IRAs until you're 59 and a half without a 10% penalty. So effective 2026, they're stating for those of you that maybe are 55, you're in your mid fifties or whatever, you can take money out of your IRA pre 59 and a half to pay for LTC premiums, these long-term care premiums with no 10% penalty whatsoever. So I like that. Now, the question I've been getting a lot from clients is, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you, do you mean I could get it out without a penalty and not have to pay tax? Nice try. Unfortunately, you'll still have to pay tax because you never paid tax to begin with on it, but you can avoid the 10% penalty. And if the bulk of your wealth is in IRAs, we may want to look to start distributing those dollars earlier to alleviate your tax burden in later life. So great provision there, particularly for those of you that are already on a long-term care policy plan or maybe considering one. I want to be clear, it goes into effect 2026, but something that you'd absolutely want to talk to your advisor and CPA about. So let's rewind. 2025, one of the big things that stand out is for those of you that are going to be in the age range of 60 to 63, they're going to allow you to do what I'm calling super catch-up contributions to your IRAs. Um, they state that you'll be able to put up to around $10,000, and then that'll be adjusted for uh, inflation year over year. But effective 2025, if you're in that 60 to 63 range, you're going to be able to really hammer your IRA contributions. And again, they're just allowing people to take um, more money, front load their retirement savings, and by the way, you get a tax deduction. So not only can you put more in it, but you'll likely be able to get a larger tax deduction for doing so. So listen, I've covered about six of the hundred changes in the Secure Act 2.0. Okay, so there's a lot that we're not covering today. I, I wanna move on. I've got a couple other things that are really important that I wanna cover today, but if, if this is piquing your interest, if you're like, I need to do some more research, listen, we've done the research, folks. My team and I at Reed Financial have got a great report for you. It's the 10 things to know about the Secure Act 2.0. It's at no cost for you tuning in today, and we can send it right to your inbox. Here's how you get it. Email me right now, chris at wealthradio.com. Chris at wealthradio.com. We'll get it out to you. It's 1141. I'm in studio live with you. Excited to be back in studio. It has been some time. We can take your questions live. 512-836-0590. Now, I want to go over a growing trend that we're seeing. Now, I, I like to set the stage on this because most of everything that you've researched over many years around the social security landscape has told you, you, you probably want to wait as long as possible. Why? Because, well, your benefit can grow exponentially. 
Now, I've been talking about deferring Social Security for a decade here on KLBJ. Deferring Social Security right now, it's pretty powerful. Not just because you're getting an 8% growth rate on your Social Security from 67 to 70, but because inflation is higher than it's been in 40 years. So for clients last year that were in deferral, let's say they're 67, they're waiting on social, they got an 8% increase for the following year in their social security check just by deferring. And then by the way, they got an 8.7% cost of living adjustment because inflation was so darn high. Nearly a 17% increase over one year for your lifetime benefits. That's incredible. Now we're forecasting with our clients' investment plans, inflation is going to likely be 4 to 6% a year for the next three to five years. Trust me, I hope I'm wrong in that forecast, but that's what we're planning for. And if that's the case, we're also going to see larger cost of living adjustments on Social Security potentially than we've seen in decades. The cost of living adjustment for the past decade, pre this inflationary environment, was under 2%. Now we're talking 55 8.7%. These are massive increases. So I want to be clear, when I say that there's this growing trend of people that need to take Social Security early, it doesn't mean everybody's in the trend. Most Americans need to wait as long as they can on Social Security, but here's my problem with most of the research that you're able to do out there. When you read these articles written by smart people all over the country, whether it's Fox, Forbes, Kiplinger, I mean, the list goes on, most of these articles that say wait on your social security, they're talking to you about the gross number. The gross. Let me tell you something, in retirement, it's all about the net. How much is staying in your bank after tax? And when you factor taxes, that's when the game changes. Higher earners in retirement are gonna pay more taxes. That's gotta be a consideration. Depending on how you saved, if you've done a great job uh, from a tax diversification standpoint, you may have a lot of money that you can live on that's not going to create a big increase in your bracket, and maybe you can control your tax bracket for a long time. Maybe that's a reason you take Social Security, because you're paying less tax on it. Now understand, if you're living on IRA money in retirement, every dollar is counted as income, so 100% of the income you take from the IRA is going to be 100% taxable. Social Security, 85% is taxed. So right there, there's a 15% delta. 15% less will be taxed when you're taking money out of the government's bank via your Social Security as compared to 100% of your IRA money. Okay? It's not an 85% tax. 85% of your benefit will be taxed at your marginal bracket. So, the case study I'm going to share with you today is a family in this growing trend that is retiring early. They're going to be retiring 60-61. There's a lot of considerations that come with this, but in some recent planning we did with them in office, we showed them that by taking Social Security at 62 versus his and her plan of 67 and a half, hmm, they end up netting hundreds of thousands of dollars more 
throughout their retirement. In fact, his break even on Social Security was 96. If he waited, he'd have to live to 96 to break even. Who's going to take that gamble? Surely not me. I'm going to dive into this case study, and I think it's going to be very interesting because a lot of you may be right in line with it. I'm Chris Herline. This is Wealth Radio, 512-836-0590. You can join me live today. Text or call with your questions. I'll be right back. You're listening to Chris Herline with Reap Financial. If you're retired or retiring soon, you can now work personally with Chris and his team of fiduciary advisors. Call 512-249-7300 to request a no-commitment tax and retirement analysis. Or you can email chris at wealthradio.com. Are you retired or retiring soon? You can now personally work with Chris Herline and his team of fiduciary advisors. Book your consultation today. Call 512-249-7300. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ. Last segment at 11.50 a.m. Still plenty of time for your questions today. 512-836-0590. You can call or text. We can dive into those. Um, You know, want to close out today with just this growing trend that's just it's getting more and more important that I talk about this because it's real money and I for so long people have just read and heard that you just need to wait on social security as long as possible and and I want to be clear it's true for most Americans but with a growing trend of the successful families we work with in the office we're seeing more and more are better off taking it early now there's a lot of things that can dictate this. Obviously, most importantly, your budget. How much it's going to cost to maintain your standard of living. Why does that matter so much? Because when you retire, the paycheck stops, typically at least. And so you've got to now choose what money you're going to live on to subsidize this, this lifestyle, this budget, right? So if you've got a big budget, you are likely going to drain very heavy on your investments early in retirement. That's money that could be breaking a sweat for you for many years. But you're drawing more in many cases because you may be deferring Social Security. The drawdown on your IRAs, your 401ks, your brokerage accounts, it is so critically important that it's coordinated with the timing of your retirement. You have to have a withdrawal strategy. If you don't do this correctly, you're potentially going to pay a lot more in taxes than you need to. You may drain one account way too soon, too early in retirement, or too late in retirement. That could create less options for you long term. So we had a family in just recently. They're considering retiring, and they're, they're young. They're, they're 60, 61. And their plan up until now was to defer Social Security. Well, 60, 61 is pretty young to be retiring. They had a healthy budget. And so what we did is we looked at a scenario very simply. A lot of the the planning we've put together over the years with them, we take a look at this snapshot. And we've got the budgetary in there. We've got, you know, their investments. They had saved about 2.3 million liquid. Um, We put a very conservative rate of return on that. And then I just take a look at what their balances look like throughout their retirement. So if they're retiring at 60, 61, 
and they're going to defer social security and their budget is 10 grand a month. That's 120 grand a year that we've got to pull out of their investments while their money stays in the government's bank and the social security banks, right? So the drawdown is heavy in early years because they don't have any other income coming in. Well, this family at age 70 had about 2.2 million in their retirement accounts. That's about nine years post-retirement. They still had about 2.2. At 85, they had 2.3 million. At 90, they had 1.9 million. 95, 1.2. Huh. Still financially successful, right? Still plenty of liquidity in late life. And this is using a 6% return. So, you know, we're not blue skies here. But then we ran the apples to apples comparison of them taking social security at 62. Now, obviously their social security check is going to be reduced by 28 to 30% as compared to what it would be at 67. So you're getting a smaller check. It's a big haircut, right? But you're getting a smaller check for a longer period of time. In this case, you know, what was going to be four, four and a half years, for those of you that are going to wait till 70 as compared to 62, you're talking, you know, eight years of the money staying in the government's bank. Well, the family, in this second comparison of taking Social Security early, they had nearly a quarter million dollars more at age 70 because they took it early. Why? because they're not having to withdraw as much in early retirement. At age 85, they had $190,000 still. Age 90, they had $114,000 more. At age 95, they were still net positive a little over 100 grand. Their break even was 96. 96 years old is when they would have fallen into net positive by waiting till 67 and a half. Now here's the top three things that would probably put you closer to this trend of needing to take it early. How much do you need to maintain your standard of living? The higher the budgetary, the chances are you may want to look at taking it earlier. Number two is your net worth. If you have over $2 million or more in net worth liquid, there's likely about a 48 to 50% chance you will fall into the category of needing to take it early. Not because you need it, because you have more options because you've done a good job of saving. Those of you with under a million in liquid net worth, the majority of you, in our experience, need to wait to at least full retirement age, if not longer or at least have one spouse defer while the other takes. The third thing, and probably the most overlooked, the taxes. What tax bracket are you gonna be in when you retire? For the first 10 years of retirement? Then when you turn RMD age, required minimum distribution, we talk about that top of the day. 
At that age, what tax bracket are you in? Because in many cases, you may jump tax brackets at 73 or 75 because you're forced to take money out of these accounts that have never been taxed. That can be a big factor in your claiming strategy. Restricted application. It's really one of the very few strategies left. And I want to encourage you to go to my YouTube channel, Reap Financial, R-E-A-P Financial, they're on YouTube. And I've got a brand new video around how the restricted application strategy, it's called, it's, sorry, it's not the restricted application, that, that, that went away a couple years ago. It's the voluntary suspension strategy. It's one that you've probably never even heard of. And I've got a great six, seven minute video on how that voluntary suspension strategy works. I encourage you to go to the REAP Financial homepage and you can click through our YouTube channel or maybe you got the YouTube app, you can just look us up. But check out the voluntary suspension strategy. It's a really good one and uh, something we're seeing more of our successful families use. And in closing, um, you know, we've talked a lot today, designated you know, two of our segments to the Secure Act 2.0. There's a lot that you need to know. Get your hands on my new report, the top 10 things you need to know about the Secure Act 2.0. It's at no cost for our Wealth Radio listeners, as always. Here's how you do it. You're going to email me right now, chris at wealthradio.com. chris at wealthradio.com, and we'll get a uh, soft copy emailed to your inbox. That way you can stay on top of what we believe are the top things that are really going to impact you pre and post retirees out there. So again, fastest hour of my week. So glad to be back live in studio with you. We'll continue to do this. I'm Chris Herline of Reap Financial here in Austin, Texas. Until we speak again, all the best to you and your family. If you're retired or retiring soon, tune into Wealth Radio every Saturday at 1 p.m. The following program is sponsored by Reap Financial Group, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by Reap Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Opinions expressed in this broadcast are provided for information purposes only and may change without prior notice. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed in any way as an endorsement or inducement to invest or an offer to buy or sell any securities. The sales content should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor and tax professional should be consulted before making any investment decisions or implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The firm only transacts in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.